Happen podcast with your host, wellness expert, life strategist, and spiritual bestie, Tristan Noel LeClaire. Hi, welcome back to Making Magic Happen. I am Tristan, and obviously I'm so happy that you are here. (sighs) Let's dive right in. I really just want to talk about signs today. Um, And I've kind of mentioned this in a previous episode. But uh, I kind of want to just talk about kind of what to look for and kind of how to test out manifesting in a really cool and interesting way and then how to also be open to signs in the universe that your manifestation is coming to you um, and that everything is working as it should. So I'm first going to start out by talking about the number 11. Um, For me, I've never been like you know how like people are on sports teams when they're younger? I didn't get to be on a sports team when I was younger, but people like get a number and then that's like, that's their lucky number. I've never really been like a lucky number kind of person. I'm not a gambler. I've never been a sports team. Like this is what it is. Um, But I always did fancy the number nine for some reason. And also if you do numerology, I am an 11, which is pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome number to be. Um, and uh, so I like those are kind of numbers that I've always kind of gravitated towards just be I don't know why, <laughs> but I like those numbers. And when I learned about I met I had, you know, I've talked about her many times, but my roommate when I lived in Hollywood, her mother passed on 1111. That was like her number. And through meeting her, I kind of learned that like, oh, like 1111 is a thing. Granted, this is like, how long ago now? 20 years ago. Um, But, you know, a lot of people actually love 1111. And it's supposed to be a spiritual number connecting you to some believe angels, um, source, God, whatever it is that you believe. But when you see 1111, a lot of times you'll hear like, make a wish. um, Because that is like a time when you are most connected to source. But again, it's like your belief of something makes something true. So if you're putting something in, if you're, if you're recognizing that like at 1111, I'm going to connect to divine energy in whichever way I see fit. And that becomes your way that becomes your time of prayer or, you know, manifestation or whatever. Like it's going to be a powerful time for you because you're going to now associate that number with being connected to your higher self or source energy. Right. Um, and so it's kind of always been a thing for me since then to, you know, if I see, if I randomly saw 1111, I'd make a wish because why not? I could use all the wishes in the world. <laughs> okay. um, but then something kind of strange happened. I remember that uh, 
when I was going through everything with the pandemic and I was just in having a dark night of the soul and I didn't want to live. And I just thought this, you know, the only reason I was going on was because of my children with everything happening with, you know, my husband at the time and his mental health and what was going on with him and the, in the being alone in the pandemic and being at my sister's home and having to bring a new, having a baby there and, um, not being with a partner during the, like all of that was just really, really heavy on me. And I was, I was in it. I was in the thick of it. Never been darker. And, um, I would see 11s everywhere. And it was in a period of my life when like, I had not been putting anything into practice necessarily, um, regarding seeing, trying to see signs or numerology or anything. And just wasn't even paying attention to it. But like I kept seeing it. And I remember I had been seeing it since November of 2019. Like it was almost like October, November. It was just 11s everywhere. And like that was when I started to see the shift in John. And I knew something was going on and it was wrong. But like I didn't quite understand. I didn't couldn't process it. I didn't understand what was happening to him. Um I thought he was having a spiritual awakening at the beginning of his mental demise. And so I was trying to be supportive of that. And I didn't know where it was going and it didn't turn really rough and really dark until I had gotten back really from the funeral that I went to in Ohio in 2019 for my grandma. Um, and I remember having a conversation with my sister in the hotel room and she was like, I'm seeing 11s. And that was a really weird thing. And we kind of talked about that. Like, what do you think that means? And we both were like, something's happening, something's shifting. And like, I think that that source um, is like trying to tell us it's going to be okay. And like that we both felt very strongly about that. And I saw Levin's all through the pandemic. Um, and then every time I would see it, I would just be like, okay, I'm going to hang in there. Okay. I'm going to hang in there. And I, I can't explain it, but every time I would see it, it was in a time when I needed to be seeing it. And it was like a little hug from the universe. Like it's going to be okay. Um, and still now I like, I have a, I have a relationship with 11 and 11, 11, but my relationship with seeing that as a sign has changed. I'll tell you how. So basically now when I see 11, it's the universe reminding me that I can manifest anything I want. And I've actually manifested that seeing that number 1111 because obviously I manifest everything in my current reality, right? So if I can mass, like manifest something like seeing 11 or 111 or whatever daily, um, multiple times a day, if you know how time works, <laughs> um, then why can't I manifest this and this and this and this? It's, there's no, why can't I? There's just, you are, you are doing this right now. So every time I see it now, my association with it is like, you're on the right path or take this opportunity to, to send um, you know, a manifestation into the universe, uh, be present right now. What it is that, what are you trying to create right now? Now I feel like it's sources way of reminding me of my power. So it's really cool how it shifted. Another sign, um, that is very bizarre and very weird. This is like, hold on to your hats. I hope you understand how weird this actually is. But so 
all through my life since I've been driving at different, different times. So it could be spring. It could be what summer. Okay. It could be living in Mission Viejo. I could be living in Hollywood. I could be living in San Pedro. Now that I'm living in, you know, Menifee, Lake Elsinore area, like it doesn't matter. I'm at there's, but I will be at a stoplight and a bee will come and land on my hood kind of hover and land on my hood. And I, I've gone through like six cars, seven cars, maybe. And it doesn't matter the car. And people are like, well, maybe you're parking under some kind of tree. No, it doesn't matter. I'm not under a tree. Definitely not under a tree. There's not like some kind of weird sap, but, and I always ask people like, does this happen to you where you're just like at a stoplight and like, and it will happen in really weird periods of my life. And I feel like it always happens when I'm going through a transition and God's source universe is just telling me that like, hang on, a transition is happening. You're a powerful manifester. Like we're here. And one, I don't like these because one time I went on this hike and when I was in junior high and I was with my friend Vanessa and her little sister and her mom and her dad, and we were hiking the Canyon, um, near, like Rancho Santa Margarita, Mission Viejo. I cannot remember what the name of that canyon is. You know it. You know it if you're from there. It's beautiful. And we're in there and the dad and the little sister were behind me and the mom and my friend were in front of me or whatever. And we were like going through this narrow pass and we heard this loud buzzing and we're like, oh, like there's lots of bees here. And we were going through and then all of a sudden somebody screamed and we were in a swarm we were in a literal swarm of bees and i was trapped because i couldn't get out of the pocket because i on either side of them they were like they there was two people there and they didn't get stung and i got stung like i think it was like 19 times <laughs> and i'd never been stung by a bee before and i was 13 years old or something um and i remember like, ow, first of all, you know, that really hurt. But I remember like my heart kind of seized for a second. I think like I could feel my heart just go like, take a breath. I know this is so weird. Uh, but, uh, and then, you know, I was fine. Obviously I was like kind of upset, but the funny thing about that story actually is that that mom never called my parents and was like, Hey, your kid just got attacked by bees. Like nowadays, if that happened and I was on watch with another person's kid, I'd be like, we got, we're going to call your mom, honey, and see what she wants to do and just let her know what's going on. No, that mom gave no fucks. <laughs> um, different time. Different time, right? It was the 90s. Um, so, yeah. So I, I don't particularly care for bees, but apparently bees are a part of my journey here on this during this human experience because they're always freaking landing on my car and hovering around my car window and I'll look around. There's a, they'll be, I'll be waiting at the light and there's four other white cars next to me. Mine's the only car that the bee likes. Sometimes two bees at a time that's happened. It's bizarre. And, uh, I have no literal answers. It's only what my gut is telling me. This is my third and final story about signs. Um, so I, I've talked a lot about human design and I'm a generator and John is a manifesting generator and where our life energy and our forces are pretty similar. If you're a generator with a man gen, um, 
it's probably why you're with them is because you can when you want to or when they want to I should say generators always have like a ton of energy and we don't feel like we do we feel like a normal person that gets tired and all that but um other people are just like how do they do that how do like with people with me how do you go to the gym every day how do you do this how are you writing this how are you doing this and I'm like what are you talking about like this is you know I do those things but then I also have a side of two hours of literally sitting on my butt I don't care if it's 12 to 2 in the morning I have to sit and watch tv for like two hours at least to wind down and if I don't like I cannot turn it off I cannot wind down um so it's just part of it's just part of who I am as a person and how I am here and him being a man man Jen he also has a very easy ability ability to manifest more so than I do. Like it's more ingrained in him. I don't want to say more so because we're all very powerful beings, but um, I've actually seen it with him that he doesn't actually have to, I don't feel like he has to like do the work like I do, which is like focusing on something and reminding myself of my power and repeating things to me and doing the affirmations and doing the, doing the work right with him. He's just like, uh, I'm going to gonna make this happen and it happens, but he has to decide he has to make the decision, but he can make it happen. And it's honestly, it's annoying because he's, I'm like, can we just win the lottery though? <laughs> can we just make the lottery happen? Um, but there's been plenty of times in the course of our marriage where like we needed money and we had all this debt or whatever that whatever and like I'm not kidding if you'd like do our tax return and we'd get like so much money back and it was like be like the exact amount of money that we needed to like get everything done plus do this plus do this like and it would be like the exact I'm not kidding the exact perfect amount or like I, I don't know we inheritance and it was like the perfect amount or you know we get like a, a bonus like a, a tax thing or a, a government you know assistance thing and it was exactly what we needed at the right time and like I've seen this happen over and over again when he's been like at the bottom and he's been very worried about money and financially what was going to happen and then boom he like makes large amounts of money what I consider to be large amounts of money just like appear and like that's kind of his superpower like we all kind of have one thing that's very easy for us to manifest and his is money but he only has the ability to manifest um like the exact amount of money that he quote unquote needs he hasn't quite figured out how to manifest like i have enough money to manifest everything that i want which is an affirmation that i've been trying to get him to say um but i i think that he's like he's just like a simple he's a simple person like it's not he doesn't have like these big ambitions of like owning a house on the water with a sailboat so like technically he is manifesting enough money for everything that he wants um if that makes sense so I told him and this is this is a conversation we were having um maybe like a maybe when did we decide that we were divorcing eight months ago conscious uncoupling it is a divorce but you know what i'm saying. <laughs> um so i told him you it's like a tool like it's like a skill that you need to sharpen and you can ask the universe for a very specific sign so you can test your manifestation um powers and you just say exactly what it is that you want to see you send it out into the universe and that's it, that you're manifesting a sign. It's not a sign of what's to come. You are just simply 
testing out your skills as a manifester. And in doing so, you will recognize how freaking powerful you actually are. He's, he believes me, but he has like one foot in, one foot out, which I don't, I, I like, I completely understand. I completely understand, you know? Um, and a couple, he's, and we had a conversation about this maybe twice because whether he likes it or not, I'm always coaching him. <laughs> and, uh, he comes into the kitchen like a week later and he's like, you're not going to fucking believe this. And I was like, I probably will, but go on. He's like, I listen to you. And so I told the, I said, okay, universe, God, the sign that I want to see is gold coins. <laughs> and I just walked upstairs. It was like a Sunday. I had gone out that Saturday night or something. And on your counter are all the gold tokens from the adult arcade, like a pile of them. And I'm just like, you know, I'm the cat that got the canary because see, told you so, told you so, told you so, <laughs> told you so. And that's also a perfect example. Like he understood that like that was the sign because the sign will speak to you. Like you might ask to see a blue bird. And when I say that to you, a picture comes to your head. But, you know, maybe you're specifically thinking like it's a literal blue bird sitting on a tree in a park and I'm walking my kid and I see this blue bird. But like really you know, you're standing in line at the grocery store and somebody has a blue patch on their vest checking you out at the grocery store. Like a, you know, it's like a, a blue patch for some kind of club that they're in. And like, you see the blue bird and you're like, oh shit, that's a blue bird. That's the universe. So he understood very clearly, like that was his sign. Um, and, you know, since then we've gotten out a couple jams because he, he does feel sharper and he does feel his power. Um, and he, he, you know, I have planted the seed that the money is his superpower and like it comes freely and easily to him. And now he believes that, you know, and he's, he's kind of continuing to work on that and test it out. And when he needs something, it's there. And so throughout all the, these are like three different types of signs that I've explained to you, but right now kind of where we're at, um, I'm hoping that through going through all these episodes on the podcast that you are practicing weekly and daily to sharpen your skills, sharpen your manifestation powers, and you're actually doing the work. You're doing the journaling work. You're speaking things into existence. You're doing your affirmations. You're doing your mantras. You're trying to meditate. You are working on your physical body and the connection between your emotions and your um what you're feeling in your gut and what you're thinking in your head and how are they are united and how you can choose to reject the thoughts that no longer serve you and embody the ones that do. Um, I'm just really hoping that through the journey of this first season on the podcast that you've gotten something out of this. And uh, this is my last episode of the first season. And um, I don't really know what the future holds. <laughs> um, continue to share this podcast. And, uh, if I see that there's a need and I feel it in my gut to continue to talk about these kinds of things, um, then I will come back and I will do a season two. I might be changing lanes again. And I, I realized through doing this podcast that I definitely love podcasting and I definitely love speaking to you. And I definitely love getting the feedback 
But I do have a lot of other things to say in different areas. And I've loved speaking about God, Source, Universe, Manifestation, all of these really cool, new-agey spiritual concepts with you. But I'm trying to figure out how to package it in a way to where I can fully express myself and all that I am without just kind of sticking in this niche, even though... I know I'm supposed to be niching down and I'm supposed to only be speaking about these things. But even then, even when I try to do that, you've heard me talk about dating and my conscious uncoupling and all these kinds of ways that I do think it relates because it's me trying to make magic in my life and make magic in the life of others that trust me, you know, to help them and to coach them. But like, I also, I want to talk about what's going on more in my dating life and more what's going on in the world and current events and pop culture and music that I like and books that I'm reading and things like that. So I don't know if you have any suggestions, uh, or of things that you'd like to hear or, you know, your thoughts on this direction that I'm kind of leaning into going into, which is always been and has been and has been my focus for the past, I'd say 20 months, hardcore 20 month focus of, continuing to embody my authentic self and all that that means and not giving a flying banana about what other people think about me or what I'm posting or what I'm doing in my life or how I'm living my life and really just trying to show up as the most joyful, authentic expression of myself in this human existence. To be a good mother, good role model to my kids, which I I honestly think the best way of me doing that is to be a joyful, good human that that loves helping others and expressing myself in a genuine way. Living my best life, as they say. <laughs> working on it. I am so working on living my best life. It's not even funny. <laughs> and um, every day just kind of showing up for myself and asking myself, like, how can I make magic happen in my life today? How can I empower myself And I think that if we just keep waking up and asking ourselves, like, how am I showing up today for me and really making the best of today for myself and this journey, like whether it be the lessons that I have to learn and maybe I have to be down low right now. I have to be in the muck of it because I know that that's where all the lessons are learned. That's where the growth happens. And then the other side of all this mucky muck is going to be this amazing just this high place, this high vibe and place where all everything is sparkly and wonderful and lovely. And I, I understand that I need to be in the low right now in my life to get to the high. Or maybe I'm in a high right now. And so I'm not doing any of the work. I'm not doing any of the self-improvement because I don't need to because I'm stuck in a high. And maybe you're hearing this and you're in a high right now. And I want you to know, no, you still got to do the work. Let's stay in the high. And if you're still in the high, you know how you stay in the high? By thinking about what's next. So let's just say that you find somebody that you're really crazy about how you, and you know, you're like, oh my God, I did it. I manifested somebody. This person's awesome. Instead of letting yourself kind of go to, but what if this happens? But what if this happens? Next thing that you're manifesting is the next stage of your relationship uh, or a cool trip that you guys are going to go on or how you're going to make new memories or picturing you guys laughing together. Maybe you've aged a little bit or whatever, but always be focusing on what's next and what's next and what you're picturing should be a thing that lights you up 
and makes you excited about what's to come. Because, especially this week, man, with some two of my clients, as soon as something good happens, it's our mind goes, but wait, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And you got to tell your mind, shut the fuck up. I got this. It's all good. Everything is working out for me. Everything always works out for me, as it should. This is awesome. And I'm just going to enjoy the awesome. But thank you. That's not my reality. My reality is it's here. And I'm so happy and excited. And I'm so excited about what's to come because the best is always yet to come. That's your vibe. That's where you need to be. Um, okay, guys. I love you. Continue to make magic happen. Um, message me. Namaste. Before you go, would you do me a favor? If this podcast is something that you believe in or you're getting anything from, um, leave a review on whatever streaming service that you listen to this podcast on. But better yet, can I ask that you just pick your favorite episode and you send the link to two people? Because... Maybe we'll create some kind of chain reaction. Where I'm at right now with the podcast is I got to get listenership up in order to keep kind of going with it. Um, And I need you to make that happen. So I'm begging you to please share, 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 share. Um, Thank you for listening. And I love you. This has been the Making Magic Happen podcast. To get more information on what you heard today or to book Tristan for coaching workshops or retreats, please visit www.mymindbodygoals.com or follow on Instagram at new underscore Tristanist.